You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. To find out how the gospel assures us of a glorious future in Christ, listen to this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Come on, let's give God a hand. Tayong lahat ay buhay because Jesus Christ is alive and He is alive forevermore. Amen? Minsan lang siyang namatay. Hindi ito yung mahal araw na mamatay siya. Okay? At minsan siyang nabuhay at siya'y buhay magpakailanman. And the very reason why we are here is because we know we have a living God. Amen? Alright. Sino rito mga ligtas na? Taas ang kamay. Sigurado kayo? Sigurado, sigurado kayo? Baka hindi pa. Ha? Tayo po ay, ang ginawa ni Jesus doon sa krus ng Kalbaryo ay sapat-sapat. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, even before He gave His last breath, He said, It is finished. Sabi natin, it is finished. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, it is finished. Yan. Hindi niya sinabing to be continued. Hindi niya sinabing abangan ng susunod na kabanata. Kundi sabi niya, it is finished. Ginanap na ng Panginoon, all we have to do is to receive what He did. All we have to do is to put our faith on what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Alam nyo kasi minsan, duman tayo sa, galing kasi tayo sa isang kultura na gusto natin, laging tayong may bahagi, may performance tayo. Alala ko yung anak ko minsan, nakawala siya ng cellphone. In my mind, even before I gave her cellphone, she, was, she is in high school, Bago ko pabigay ng cellphone, I know in my mind, I already anticipated yung panahon na maaari niyang mawala yung kanyang cellphone. Kayo pa na-anticipate niyo yun? Okay. Alam ko sa anak ko, dahil kasi bata siya eh. Ina, ako nga matanda na, ilang beses ako nakawala ng cellphone. Okay. Inanticipate ko na yun. Then my, my daughter told me, uh, sabi na dad, iingatan ko ito. Lahat ng parang gagawin ko para huwag mawawala ito. Okay, very good. Pagbutihin mo. But one day, she came home, malungkot na malungkot, ang sabi niya, Dad, nawawala yung aking cellphone. Sabi ko, paano nangyari? Nilagay ko si sa bulsa ko, sumakay ako ng tricycle, sabi niya, hindi ko alam nahulog. Pagdating ko, kinakapa ko, wala na, Dad. Sabi niya, ako, hindi hanapin natin, punta natin, kung saan natin, sa, baka mga nahulog lang. Pero, you know, talagang wala na. Tapos sabi niya, Dad, patawarin mo ako. Sabi ko, huwag ka magalala ka ako. Bibili uh, na lang tayo ulit sa susunod. Ako. Pero malungkot pa rin siya. Sabi niya, dapat patawarin mo ako. Sabi niya, kasi nawala ako yun. Sigilting-gilty siya. Huwag ka nang mag-alala anak. Pinapatawad na kita. The following day, dadalo pang gagawin ko para mapatawad mo ako. Wala kang dapat gawin. Wala kang dapat gawin dahil even before ibinigay ko sa iyo yan, I anticipated na sasablay ka. Adyan po kayo. Same thing with us. Minsan hindi natin matanggap sa isipan natin. Wala akong gagawin para ako maligtas. Iniligtas ako ng Panginoon. Yes, niligtas tayo ng Panginoon. Tinanggap natin yung kaligtasan by faith. By faith, tinanggap natin yung kaligtasan. Alam ba ng Panginoon na Pagkatapos natin tanggapin ang kaligtasan, eh, magkakasala uli tayo. Alam pa ni Lord yon? Alam. Pero ang kapatawaran ay nakalatag na. Ba't tayo, tayo yung nakukonsensya na, ano ba dapat itong gawin para mapatawad ako ni Lord? Actually, ikaw na lang nagsasabi nun. Because, bago ka pa magkasala, nakalatag ng pagpapatawad, and when you avail the forgiveness, it's definitely yours. You don't have to feel it because it's not by feeling. Pero ano ba yung makukontribute ka? Ano ba yung magagawa ko? Wala kang dapat gawin dahil ang kaligtasan mo ay ganap na. Amen. It is finished. That's the way we look at the cross. It is the finished work of Christ. That is why we are justified. Now, yung anak ko, binigyan ko ulit ng cellphone. Okay? Sabi niya, dad ko, magalang iingatan ko na to. Hindi niya sinasabi, total, pinatawad naman ako ng daddy ko. Okay lang na mawala ay uli ito. Adyan po kayo. Gagawin pa rin niya yung paraan niya para ingatan yung kanyang cellphone. Why? In response, 
doon sa kabaitan ko sa kanya. Amen? Hindi dahil para mapatawad ko siya. Dahil matagal ko na siyang pinatawad. We don't have to do anything for us to be forgiven by God. Matagal ka nang pinatawad, diligtas tayo ng Panginoon. Pag nagkakasala tayo, alam ng Diyos, magkakasala ka pa. Available forgiveness, version 1.9. God will forgive you once again, pero hindi naman nangangahulog ang gagawin mong maging mabuhay sa kasalanan dahil pinapatawad ka. Amen. Nadudumihan ka, pero hindi mo gusto yon. That's why you will still go back to the source of your strength, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So we were saved, not because of anything that we can contribute. We were saved because merely of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, and that's what you call justification. Pinawalang sala tayo ng Panginoon. And I hope by now, that is already clear for everyone. Amen? Tapos nga uli ng mga kamay ng mga ligtas na. Sigurado kayo? Okay, salamat. Palampakan natin si Lord. Okay, our topic for today is gospel in the future. Siguro no, na makaka-move forward na tayo, no? Okay. Now, by the way, I just would like to make a review. Quick review. Okay? Sino po rin wala rito last week? Tasa kamay. Wala rito last week. Come on. Thank you for being honest. Okay, for your sake. Alam nyo, eh. Hiling ko na akong mag-review, eh. Dahil alam ko may absent. Okay? We talk about, before, the first week is about justification. And then, itunuloy ko noong second week, pinakita ko kung saan patungo yung direction ng ating justification. Justification is a one-time event. Tinanggap natin si Jesus na ligtas tayo. We are now saved. Hindi mo na kailangan dagdagan, ligtas na tayo. So it's a one-time event. Now, na tayo ligtas na, yun ang goal ng justification. Now, we have to move forward and experience transformation. Kaya we go to sanctification. Okay? Now, justification is faith in Christ alone without good works. Ang good works pumapasok doon sa sanctification bilang ebidensya ng ating pananampalataya kay Kristo. So, gumagawa tayo ng mabuti, hindi na para maligtas. Gumagawa tayo ng mabuti dahil tayo ay ligtas na. Dahil yun ay bunga, ebidensya, ebidensya ng ating pananampalataya kay Kristo. Nang isang tao, malalaman mong tunay na mananampalataya ni Kristo dahil magkakaroon siya ng bunga. Okay? Justification, God put His Spirit in us. Sanctification is that the Spirit that is in us so we can do the right thing. Before we cannot say no to sin, it's so easy for us to sin. Hindi tayo nakukonsyensya, hindi natin pinag-iisipan kung tayo nagkasala. Pero nung nasa atin ang Espiritu ng Panginoon, nagiging conscious na tayo. We now desire to do good. That's why we say no to sin and yes to God. Amen? Because we now have the Spirit of God, that's justification, now we move according to His ways, that is sanctification. Okay? Justification is something that Christ worked in us, while sanctification is something that we work it out. Kaninang 8 a.m., pagkatapos ko, dumapit sa akin isa sa mga staff natin, basta may nagtatanong pa rin sa akin, hindi nila maintindihan, ayun sabihin ng Christ work in us, and we work it out. Medyo naguguluhan sino pa paano daw yun. Okay. Halimbawa, ikaw ay ininstall bilang isang manager. Gusto niyo ba yun? Okay. Naposisyon kayo, napromote kayo. Okay. Nilagay kayo sa posisyon. Manager na kayo. Okay? Wala ka pang ginagawa, nag-manager ka dahil in-appoint ka doon. As bilang manager, anong dapat mong gawin? Ha? Di mag-manage. Ang hirap ano? Okay. Di manager ka, itong kulay mo mag-manage. Hindi mo sasabihin na, apa manager na ako, pwede na akong matulog at pwede na akong kumain at wala na akong gagawin. Kasi manager na naman ako eh. Hindi. Magsisimula ka ng magtrabaho dahil kasi ikaw ay manager na nilagay ka na sa posisyon niyan. Ang ibig sabihin niyan, may ginawa na si Lord para sa atin. He plays us in a better position so that we can work it out. Okay, para maintindihan pa natin ang gusto. God plays us in a position of righteousness. Wala ka pang ginagawa. Sabi ni Lord, pinatawad na kita. So you are already righteous. Christ gave His righteousness on you. Now, because you now have the righteousness of Christ, hindi mo pwede sasabihin, ah, okay na, banal na ako, kaya kahit anong gawin kong kasalanan, pwede na. Total, righteous na ako eh. 
pagkagano ng katwir mo, ito only means one thing, talaga hindi mo tinanggap si Kristo. Well, kung talaga tinanggap mo si Kristo, the Spirit of Christ in you will tell you, start walking in the path of righteousness. Amen? The, the Spirit of Christ in you will tell you, say no to sin. Say yes to God. Say yes to righteousness. At doon pumapasok yung tinatawag na progressive righteousness. After you were placed in a position of righteousness because of what Jesus Christ did, hinugasan ka ng dugo ni Jesus, subalal ka na, so now, lalakad ka na sa kabanalan, hindi ka nababalik doon sa kasalanan. Amen? Okay. Another is the position of forgi- positional forgiveness. Pinatawad na tayo ng Panginoon. The past, the present, and the future sin. Now, tanong doon, eh pastor, bakit kinakailangan pa akong humingi ng tawad kapag ka nagkasala ko? Nawawala ko ba yung buhay na walang hanggan? Hindi mo nawawala yung buhay na walang hanggan. But you have to confess your sins again and ask for forgiveness. Dahil yung forgiveness yun, nakalatag na, i-avail mo na lang. Okay? Now, hindi mo nawawala yung eternal life. Dahil kung mawawala mo yung eternal life, araw-araw, mawawala mo yan. And it's no longer eternal. Andiyan po kayo? Ah, sabihin mo na lang, napakabait mo. Once a year ka lang magkasala. Oh, 80 years kang nabuhay. The 80 years, taon-taon, nawawala mo yung kaligtasan mo. Andiyan po ba kayo? Is that what eternal life is? No. Positionally, we are covered yung forgiveness ng Lord tatanggap na natin. Okay? Kaya tayo hingi ng kapatawaran every time we commit sin so that we can move forward and grow in our knowledge and grow in our faith and in our character so that we can grow in God. Yun po yung purpose nun. It's not to regain our eternal life because you never lose it in the first place. Okay? We receive positional blessings. Now, how do we work out that positional blessing? Hindi pa nagsisikap sa trabaho dahil natatakot mawala ng trabaho. Dahil natatakot na sila'y magutom. Tayo nagsapakasipag sa trabaho dahil alam natin blessed na tayo. Alam natin mayroong malaking blessing na inihanda pa ang Panginoon sa atin na magmamanifest. Now, para maintindihan ninyo, tayo, ang tungkulin natin is the progressive blessing. Kaya tayo nagiging masipag, kaya ka nagbibigay. Everything is an act of faith because you know you are already blessed. Amen? Si Lord ang nagulog sa ating bank account, gagawin mo, we withdrawin mo na lang. We work it out. Ito We have the favor of the Lord. Positionally, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Sabi niya, highly favored na tayo. How do we work it out? Kung ikaw ay naghahanap ng trabaho, maghanap ka ng trabaho. Gagawa ka. Bakit? Dahil alam mo, may favor ka kay Lord. Hindi mo mararanasan yung favor na yun kung hindi ka gagalaw. Oh, highly favored na ako. Matutulog na lang ako. Kusang bababa sa langit yung trabaho galing sa kanya. No. Maghahanap ka ng trabaho dahil alam mo, ikaw ay may favor ni Lord. You just have to look for that. Amen? Nakuha nyo na? That's exactly what we mean. Kaya nga humihingi ka ng healing Kay Lord, dahil alam mo, positionally, by His wounds, you are healed. Past tense. Pinagaling ka na. Eh, bakit ako nagkakasakit pa? Hindi niyo ba naitanong yun? Pinagaling na rin ako, pero on the first place, paano ako pinagaling kung di ka naman nagkakasakit? Ibig sabihin, inilatag na lang Panginoon yung provision. That when you have your sickness, you will go to Him and you will ask in faith. Why? Because more than 2,000 years ago, ang sakit mo ay kasama sa binayaran ni Jesus. Amen? Parang pupunta ka sa tindahan. Hindi mo nababayaran yung kukunin mong ulam doon kasi binayaran na ng magulang mo. Kukunin mo na lang. Pero hindi mo makakain yung ulam na yun kung hindi mo kukunin. Nakuha niyo ibig sabihin? So, iyon po yung pinakasamari ng justification to sanctification na dapat maintindihan natin because ito'y pundasyon ng ating pananampalataya. Kahit magturo kami rito about blessing, magturo kami about success, magturo kami about leadership or whatever, without this foundation, you won't understand it. Iisipin nyo, everything is just a struggle and performance. Wala kaya activate na faith. Kaya nga tayo buhay yung pananampalataya natin. Dahil ginawa na ni Jesus yung kanyang parte, we are positionally favored by God, we have the blessing. The truth is we are victorious in Christ. We just have to manifest it in reality. Yung positional hujan na binabagit, that is the truth. 
Now, yung sanctification na yun, yung reality. The truth is you are healed. But in reality, you are not. That's why you are well to make the truth a reality. Amen? Kuha nyo na. Okay, because that's another approach there. Positional there is the truth. Ang katotohanan, pinagpala ka na. Pero yung katotohanan yan, kailangan mag-manifest sa reality. That's why you will exercise your faith. Gagawin mo yung bahagi mo para makuha mo yung bagay na binayaran na ni Jesus sa krus ng Kalbaryo. Wala kang dapat bayaran, just avail it. Amen? Ligtas na ba kayo? Okay, very good. Okay. Come on, let's give God a hand. Tingnan natin yung man's identity para makita niyo yung buong picture, okay? Nilikha tayo ng Panginoon in His image and in His likeness. Ibig sabihin, nang galing yung ating identity sa Kanya, we draw our significance, our identity, our security from God Himself. Okay na, perfect, walang problema. Pero pumasok ang kasalanan, total depravity of men. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Nasira yung ating identity. Pero ang mga tao, ibig na magbalik sa Diyos, ulob sa Diyos, hinanap sa pera, hinanap sa accomplishment, hinanap sa tao yung kanilang significance. Kaya nag-commit ng idolatry. Pero ginawa ni Lord yung kanyang part, He died on the cross of Calvary, dahil ibabalik niya tayo sa ating original image. Okay? Now we availed of that, pinatawad tayo ng Panginoon, now we have to go towards sanctification. And the last, yun ang ating pag-aaralan. And this is our future hope. May idea na ba kayo? Ano to? Sino may idea? Sabay-sabay tayo. One, two, three. Once again. One, two, three. Glorification is the next. Yan po yung pag-uusapan natin sa oras na ito. Tayo tayong lahat. <coughs> Colossians chapter 1 beginning verse 21 to 23, and then we'll jump to 27. <clears throat> okay. Verse 21, Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, but now He has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in His sight without blemish and free from accusation. If you continue in your faith, sabi natin continue, Okay, so dapat magpapatuloy tayo. If you continue in your faith, establish and firm, not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Verse 27, To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Sabihin nga natin, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Panginoon, maraming salamat po sa pagsama mo sa amin ngayong araw na ito. We just simply ask you, Holy Spirit, to move in our midst today. Give us divine understanding of your word. Lord, you are our strength today. And we just ask you, Father, to be with us, enlighten us. Give clarity to your words, O God, in the minds and hearts of your people. We trust to you everything. We surrender to you everything. Salamat, Panginoon. Itong aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Nakapuho tayong lahat. Okay. Sabi sa verse 23 kanina, and ito yung bibigyan ko kasi ng pansin at diin. Okay? Sabi, if you continue in your faith, Kaya nga nung tayong maligtas, sino tayo nakukontent nung tayo ay ligtas na? Tayo ay nagpapatuloy sa ating pananampalataya. We move towards sanctification after we receive justification. Now, ano bang ending nung sanctification? We said, we have our future hope. And that future hope is our glorification. Now, ano bibig sabihin ng glorifications na ito? Ito po yung tinatawag na hope held out in the gospel. Ito yung pag-asa natin. Dahil kung wala ito, walang saysay lahat ng bagay na ginagawa natin dito sa lupa. Ibig sabihin, hindi pala totoo ang Biblia. Hindi pala totoo ang lahat ng bagay na ating narinig. 
Now, kaya sinasabi sa atin, continue in your faith dahil mayroong pag-asa na nagaantay sa atin. And that is what you call glorification. Ito po isang klase ng buhay that's far, far better than the greatest life that we can ever have here on earth. Sino sa inyo rito ang mga may problema sa buhay? Taas ang kamay. Yung mga hindi nagtaas, anong problema nyo? Palagay ko sa sobrang bigat ng problema, hindi nyo na magawa, itaas nyo yung kamay. Kitang-kita ko yan. Okay lang, naiintindihan ko yun, pare-pare tayo may problema. Dahil kapag wala ka ng problema, <laughs> magkikita tayo sa Manila Memorial. Okay? Now, mayroong pag-asa. Okay? At ito dito mo marirealize yung saysay ng lahat ng dinaanan mo rito sa lupa because God is sure of His promise. Kaya nga ini-encourage tayo magpatuloy. Now, ano ang kabaliktaran ng magpatuloy? Tumigil. Ano ang kabaliktaran ng tumigil? Magpagaling. <laughs> Sabi ko na nga ba, kayang-kaya nyo sagutin yan eh. Ibig sabihin ng magpatuloy, ang opposite nyo, yung hindi ka magpapatuloy. Huminto ka, tumigil ka. Now, ang gusto ng Pahino magpatuloy tayo, pero ang gusto ng Diablo, huwag ka na magpatuloy, huminto ka na. Kaya gumagawa siya ng maraming paraan para ikaw ay huminto sa iyong pananampalataya. Andiyan dyan na magpapadala siya ng problema para ikaw ay pahintuin. Andiyan din na magpapadala siya ng maraming pera. <laughs> Alam niyo ba na ang pera pwede rin pahintuin kayo sa paglilingkod sa Panginoon? Lalo na kung ang pera ay naging inyong Diyos. Okay? Pag inalis ng Panginoon yung convenience sa buhay ninyo, parang misa nang lulupaypay ka. Dahil may suffering. Halimbawa, sa oras na ito, mainit. Di ba? Yung mapapansin, papaypay kayo. Mainit. Parang, ang buhay minsan mainit, minsan malamig. Pero kung hindi mo alam, wala kang tamang attitude para harapin ang temperatura ng buhay, ikaw ay hihinto. Tama? Okay. Now, para maintindihan natin ng lubos, para ma-appreciate natin, ano yung pag-asa na ito na ating inaantay Babasahin ko po sa inyo, what is glorification? Okay? It deals with the ultimate perfection of the believers. Naalam nyo ba ang lahat ng ugat ng problema rito sa buhay? Lahat ng maisip niyong problema. Pati problema niyo ngayon, sama niyo na. Ang ugat ko niyan ay kasalanan. Right? Dahil kung walang kasalanan, wala hong kahirapan. Walang, walang hirap. Glorification is about ultimate perfection of the believers. Kaya kita nyo yung araw kanina, ibinabalik tayo ng Panginoon sa ating original image wherein we can only have that image, we can only have that identity from God Himself. So ibinabalik niya tayo sa ating original na kalagayan. Okay? Now, specifically, glorifications arrive with the second coming of Christ. Accompanied by the resurrection of believers, God both prepares us for glory and prepares glory for us. It is ours by inheritance. Ito yung pamana ng Panginoon sa atin. Its duration is eternal. Ito yung bagay na iniahanda ng Panginoon sa atin na hindi pa pumasok sa ating kaisipan. Ninakita ng ating mga mata, ninarinig ng ating tenga yung mga bagay na iniahanda ng Panginoon sa mga taong nagmamahal sa Kanya. At alam kong lahat tayo rito ay nagmamahal sa Diyos. Tama ba ako? Okay, now. So, ang glorification, kasama po tayo doon. It is the end, I don't say end point, but it is the ultimate fulfillment of the sanctification. We came from justification. Now, we are living with a sanctified life. And the ultimate end of it is the glorification. That's why we are only positionally perfect in Christ. Positionally. But the fact is we are not yet perfect. Right? Positionally we are perfect in such a way that we are positionally righteous. But in reality we are not. The truth is we are perfect in Christ but in reality hindi pa. Pero sa glorification, both the truth and reality will combine together. Literally, we are going to experience perfection. Amen? Now, ano sabi sa 2 Corinthians 3.18? And we all, 
who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory. Sabihin nga ninyo, ever-increasing glory. Which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Alala nyo ba si Moses nung umakyat sa Mount Sinai? Daladala nyo yung tablets of stones, pagbaba niya nung itsura niya. Ha? Puting-puti siya. Yung glory ng Panginoon ay nag-reflect sa kanya. That is just a glimpse of the kind of glory that we are going to experience because Jesus will share His glory to the believers, to the church of the living God. Kaya nga yung sinasabi natin, ang goal ng sanctification is transformation. At yung transformation na yun, ito na yung pinakakaganapan, transform into this image with ever-increasing glory. Sabi natin kanina, in our review, we were created in the image and likeness of God. Doon tayo nanggaling, na-distort lang. Ngayon, ibinabalik tayo sa image na yon. Transform into His image with ever-increasing glory. So, ibinabalik lang tayo ng Panginoon. So, kinakailangan maging maliwanag sa inyo, sa isipan ninyo, yung picture na yon na pinakita ko kanina, yung papaganon na araw. We were created in the image of likeness of God. Na-distort tayo, nagkasala namatay si Jesus sa kusang kalbaryo, na we live a sanctified life, and then we are going to have our glorification. Now, when we talk about glorification, it involves these things. Glorification of the church, glorification of the creation, and glorification of the Christian Christian's bodies. Itong physical body na ito. Now, para ma-appreciate natin, isa-isahin natin sandali. Okay? At pagkatapos natin pag-aralan ito, anong gagawin natin? How, how do we respond while waiting for that moment? Okay. Ephesians 5, verse 26. I'm sorry. It's a glorification of the church. Before we read in Ephesians. This is the believer's ultimate sanctification or moral perfection. In which the believers will be made glorious, holy, and blameless. Sabi natin glorious. Holy. Blameless. As of the moment, positionally lang yan. Positionally, we have the glory of God. Positionally, we were made holy. Positionally, we were blameless after receiving Christ. But in reality, hindi pa. Not yet. But when that time comes, the glorification of the church, and when we talk about the church, means people. Church is people. Tayo yun, ang bawat isa. Now, collectively, the entire church will experience glorification and because the church is each and every one of us Ibig sabihin, tayo rin yun. Now, anong sabi ni Ephesians 5.26 to 27? To make her, referring to the church, to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. Jesus is going to rapture a church without blemish. That time comes, when that time comes, magkakaroon ng total transformation. And we will be partakers of the Lord's glory. And the Lord is going to share His glory to all of us. Now, kung titignan ninyo, isa nagre-reklamo kayo, bakit na sa Victoria Labang? Ang daming makasalanan dyan. Sino ba rito ang makasalanan? Taas kamay. So, sabi ko na nga ba, yun yung makasalanan. Sabi niya, ba't sa Victoria, dami rin makasalanan dyan. Ay, oh, talaga, ang hinahanap namin talaga dito yung mga makasalanan. Hindi kami umahanap dito ng mga mababait na. Ang hinahanap namin dito yung makasalanan na dahil ang nangangailangan ng doktor ay yung may sakit. Jesus Christ came to seek and save the, the lost. Kaya kapatid, yung katabi mo yan, hindi pa yan perfect. Tingnan mo. Oh, kita, kita, kita. Hindi po yan perfect. Lahat tayo dito, wala pang perfecto sa atin dito. Now, kung may kilala kayong perfect na, huwag niyong imbitahin dito, baka mahawa siya. Kasi puro tayo imperfect being dito. Kaya minsan, hindi maiwasan, sa loob lang ng church, this is even in one particular local church, minsan nakakaroon pa rin ng imbitan. Minsan sabi na, Istanbul ako dyan eh, tapang mag-pray. <laughs> Nagkakagal, bakit? Kasi, we are still imperfect being. 
Naka-Istanbul naman yan. Lalo yung mga umupo sa area na yan. Mga late yan eh. Tala ko, aga-aga ko rito, bago pa pagsimula, narito na ako. Tapos sila mga late. Tapos sabay-sabay kami binibless ni Lord. Dapat mas maraming blessing ako dahil maaga ako dito. Bisa nagkakaroon pa ng inggitan. Bisa nagkakaroon pa ng chismisan. Hindi may iwasan. Why? Kasi we are all imperfect people. Now, with regards to the entire body of Christ, the sad thing is that misan the body of Christ, pati hindi ang division. Misan nagkocontest yung mga churches. Ah, dito mas magandang service dito. Aircon sa inyo, liit ng venue nyo. Walang aircon. Saka dito malambot ang upuan namin. Diyan sa inyo matigas. Misan nakatayo pa. Ako niyang ibig ko sabihin, because the church is still imperfect. By the way, paalala ko na rin yun. Huwag kayong magyayabang. Gusto mga maliliit na church na sabihin, ah, sa amin, aircon. Diyan sa inyo, walang aircon. Ah, dito sa amin, malalambot. Huwag pong ganun. Iba-iba ang sitwasyon ng bawat church, but we all belong to one church of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, mayroong mga bangayan, misal mga pastor, hindi nagkakasundo part of the imperfection of the body of Christ. But when glorification comes, just as the Son is one with the Father, and the Father is one with the Son, all of us will be all one under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ will literally come and will reign over us and He'll be the head. Christ has no replacement as the head of the church. Sabi nila, Pastor, hindi ba si Pedro ang inappoint ni Jesus as his replacement? Jesus is irreplaceable. Do you agree? Jesus is irreplaceable. No one can take his place as the head of the church. He will always be the head of the church, even at this very moment. Even though we don't see him literally, he is still the head of the church. Huwag natin palitan si Jesus. May isang ordinaryong tao. Jesus would always be the head of the church. He is irreplaceable. Sabi natin, irreplaceable. Wala siyang kapalit. Kung ako nga, titignan ko sa labing dalawang disipulo ng Panginoon, maliban kay Judas, talagang si Judas, Judas yan eh. Okay? Pinagkanulo. Iniahanda nga ng Panginoon si Paul, which supposed to be the replacement of Judas and would be the greatest disciple, the greatest apostle, in the New Testament, hindi lang nakapagantay yung labang-labing dalawang disipulo. Eh. Nag-toscoing sila. Eh. Kung sinong papalit sa kanya, si Matias. Pero actually, ang inihanda ni Lord, si Paul. Kung meron mang qualified na pamalit kay Jesus, it's Paul. Because hindi lang siya matalino, he live a life full of sacrifice for the sake of the gospel. And yet, Paul was not qualified to replace Jesus because Jesus is irreplaceable. Amen. Walang pwedeng pamalit kay Jesus, maniwala ako kayo. Dahil pagkapapalitan natin si Jesus, si Jesus yung pinakapundasyon ng iglesia. Kapag imperfect being yung inilagay mo rin, hindi si Jesus babagsak ang church. Ang pinakamainam sa isang building ay kailangan matiba yung pundasyon mo. And Jesus Christ, and what He did, is the very foundation of the church. That's why He is irreplaceable. Pag pinalitan mo yung ng tao, marupok, sumasablay, pwedeng bumagsak ang church but Jesus will remain as the head of the church. And that time will come when there's a glorification of the church. Jesus Christ would come as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the head, the real head of the church. Amen? Amen. Now, sabi ng 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13 to 14, But we ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, love with the Lord, because God chose you as first fruits to be saved, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, and through belief in the truth. 14. He called you. Sabi natin, He called you. We are the church. We are the called out ones. The ecclesia. He called you to this through our gospel, that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are going to share in the glory of Jesus Christ. We are the called out ones at yon ay babahagi ng Panginoon sa atin. That's why it's so exciting to be part of the church of the living God, especially when that time's of glorification because we are going to experience the complete and absolute holiness and being blameless before the sight of God. 
wala nang mag-aaway, wala nang magbabangayan, wala nang magchichismisan, wala nang magkukontes because ibabalik tayo ng Panginoon sa ating original image created in the image and likeness of God. Amen? Okay. Now, pangalawa, pangalawa glorification of the creation. Kapag ka nagkaroon, dumating yung glorification, hindi lang tayo, kundi yung buong creation ay makakaranas nito. It will be set free from its bondage of decay. Sabi ng Romans 8, verse 20 to 22, in, in, uh, in NET, translation, For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of God who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from the bondage of decay into the glorious freedom of God's children. For we know that the whole creation groans and suffers together until now. Now, sa kabuuan ng creations ng Panginoon, kasama na rin tayo dyan. Marami tayong mga environmentalists ngayon, hinahangaan natin because they are doing their best to preserve our environment. Nagkakaroon na ng climate change. Okay? And yet, meron pa rin mga nag-iiligal laging. Kaya pagka bumagyo, nagkakaroon ng soil erosion, maraming namamatay. Amen? Yung mga usok, okay? Sumisira ng environment. Ginagawa ng lahat na magagawa ng mga environmentalists para ma-preserve ang planet Earth. And there is nothing wrong about that move. Being a good steward of God's of God's creation. However, whether you like it or not, this earth will come to deterioration because of the fallen nature of men. Apektado pati ang creation na ito. Now, when glorification comes, anong sabi ron? This will be set free from the bondage of decay, from the bondage of corruption. When I talk about creation, it's not only the environment, but the entire system even the system of government. Because, di ba ngayon, naghahanap tayo pagka mayroong problema sa isang bansa, sino bang dapat na mahusay na presidente yung mamumuno ng ating bayan? Right? Hindi lang dito sa Pilipinas, sa iba't ibang bansa, ganun. Yung mga gulo, yung gera, North Korea against South Korea, and America, nandiyan pa rin yan, Israel against Iraq or against any other uh, Middle East nation, hindi mawala yung mga ganyang bangayan. But when that time comes of glorification, of glorification, Jesus Christ will come back no longer as a lamb to be slain. He will come as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the President of all presidents. Jesus Christ will rule on the earth with justice and righteousness, literally. Do you agree? Revelations 21 verses 1 to 4. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. That may not be literal. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and He will dwell with them. They will be His people, and God Himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death of mourning or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Yung dating order, yung kasalukuyang order na nakikita ngayon, kung meron man, lahat ng ito ay lilipas. At ibabalik tayo ng Panginoon sa panahon kung paano niyang originally create ang earth na ito. I'm pretty sure you don't have any idea kung anong itsura ng earth nung ito ay unang likain ng Panginoon. Right? Ngayon, kahit na ang tao ay nagkasala, kung papasyal kayo sa Burakay, papasyal kayo sa iba't ibang magagandang lugar, talagang maa-amaze kayo sa creation ng Panginoon. Right? Pero magantay kayo pag dumating ang glorification. Higit pa sa nakikita ng, magagand, ng inyong mga mata, yung mga magagandang lugar na nakikita natin ngayon. Because ipakikita sa atin ng Panginoon kung ano ang itsura ng kanyang original creation when God created this earth from the very beginning. Amen? Excited na ba kayo? Alam, nakalulungkat nga misa, pupunta ako sa Baguio. Nung noong pumunta ako ng Baguio noon, ang ganda, appreciate, appreciate ko. Pero yung pagpunta ko sa Baguio, nakita ko puro bundok, puro squatter. Ang dami na. Mga tabahay na nakatayin, hindi ko na makita yung mga green plants eh. Kukunti na lang. 
nagdi-deteriorate. Ang pollution, punti ka sa metro mo, makit ka sa may bandang C5 o bandang Arimini's Skyway. Umaga, kahit anong oras, umaga, hapon, tanghali, gabi, pumunta ka may makikita kang kalamu fog. Pero hindi fog yun. Smog. Nagdi-deteriorate ang hangin. God will show us what it is to rule this earth with justice and righteousness. I'm excited on that very day wherein I would see the original creation of God. Tayo, after our life here on earth, will go to heaven. But that's not the end. We will all go back here and live our lives again. Amen. Maaring bago sa pandinig niyo yun, pero yun po yung mangyayari. At ito ang magiging itsura natin, the glorification of Christian bodies. Bababago, matatransform yung ating katawan. Literally, it involves a believer's deliverance and liberty. As a result, the glorified body is immortal. Sabihin natin, immortal. Imperishable. Ibig sabihin, hindi maluluoy o hindi mabubulok yung katawan na ito. Tayo, pag namatay dito at inilibing, ano mangyayari sa katawan? Nabubulok, right? When the time comes, hindi na mangyayari yun. We'll have a powerful body and a spiritual body. Ang tanong is, Pastor, ibig sabihin mo, spiritual body, hindi na tayo kakain? Papakain na naman ang nasa isipan ninyo. Hindi, kakain ka pa rin. Dahil si Jesus nga, after resurrection, nagkaroon siya ng glorified body, He joined His disciples at kumain pa sila ng isda. Tuwa na kayo, no? Pagkain yan. But it's more than food. The kingdom of God is more than food. Ito yung klaseng kumakain ka, pero hindi ka naman nagubutong. We will be changed by the Lord. It's, it's part of the glorification, especially of the believer. Aside from us being holy, being blameless, we will also experience immortality. Imperishable na itong katawan na to, Powerful and spiritual. Now, sabi ng Philippians 3.20, verse 20 to 21. Chapter 3, verse 20 to 21. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables Him to bring everything under His control will transform our lowly bodies so that we will be like His glorious body. Sabi pa, 1 Corinthians 15, 43-44, It is sown in dishonor, repairing to our body, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. Okay, tignan pa natin sa 1 Corinthians 15, 54. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Ang kamatayan sa katawan na ito ay kinain na ng tagumpay na ibinigay sa atin ng Panginoon. Amen? Ganyan po kapangyarihan ng gospel ng Panginoon, hindi lamang sa ating panahon, maging sa glorification, sa ating future hope. That's when we will fully realize the power of the gospel. That's why we keep on saying, listen guys, wag kayong absent because this is the, the greatest message that you will ever hear in your life. Because if you fail to hear and understand this message, all other teachings that you will hear would just be in vain. Mawawalan ho nang saisay, walang kabuluhan kapag hindi na itinain kundi na itong greatest message na ito. Because lahat ng mensahe nag-uugat sa gospel o sa ebanghelyo ng ating Panginoon. Now, knowing how exciting it is to be in the glorification time, ano yung gagawin natin ngayon? How do we respond today in our situation, whether you are suffering or we, you are well off? Ano yung mga bagay natin gagawin? Now, yan yung magiging tanong na sasagutin natin ngayon. How do we respond while waiting? 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. Command those who are rich. Sino raw? Sabi natin, rich. Okay. Mga mayayaman, makinig kayo. Okay. At yung magyayaman pa, makinig din kayo. Maniniwala ba kayo yayaman pa? Okay. Oh, makinig kayo yung mga mayayaman at yung mga yayaman. Ngayon, kung wala kayong pananaparatang yayaman, kayo, huwag na kayong makinig. Pero sabi, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant nor to put their hope in wealth 
bakit pastor masama bang kayamanan? Hindi, ang sinasabi ron, yung pag yung tiwala mo, nilagay mo sa kayamanan. Okay? Which is so uncertain. Okay, naglagay ka ng investment sa stocks, bumagsak yung stocks, wala na. Okay? But to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Ano nakatutuwa? Si Lord hindi KJ eh. Gusto ni Lord nag enjoy tayo eh. Gusto ni Lord yung mga anak natin ay papasyal natin. Gusto ni Lord yung pamilya nag enjoy Ganun si Lord sa buhay natin. Pero ang gusto niya, ang tiwala mo, wala sa mga bagay na yun. Nasa kanya pa rin. Amen. Misa kasi may posibilidad na malunod ka sa kayamanan. Malunod ka sa enjoyment. Anything in excess is already an idolatry. Bakit? Nawawala yung focus mo kay God. Kaya sinasabi walang masama sa pagiging mayaman. Pero itong tandaan ninyo, sinasabi may warning. Do not be arrogant. Kasi meron tendency. Do not be arrogant and nor to put your, your hope in wealth. Itong sinasabi sa atin. To put our hope in God. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, put your hope in God. Pag hindi ka tinignan, kalabitin mo, put your hope in God. Importante ho yan. Alam nyo mga kapalit, tingin ko kayo mabuti sa akin, anong mga bagay na meron tayo. Magandang sasakyan, bahay, cellphone, magandang gadget. Tandaan niyo lahat yan yan ay instrumento lang. Ang ating pag-asa at pananampalataya kay Jesus pa rin. Amen. Amen. Ano pang sabi? Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share in this way they will lay up treasure for themselves as a fair foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of life that is truly life. Amen. Wow. Anin mo ano yung maraming kayamanan. Kung hindi mo naman ito ibinabahagi sa iba, ikaw lang ang masaya. Pero alam nyo, ako, ang gusto ko, gusto ko, happy ka. Okay. Romans 8, 17-18. And since we are His children, oh, yung mga anak daw ng Diyos, kung hindi kayo anak ng Diyos, huwag niyo pakinggan to. And since we are His children, we are His heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. And if we are to be shared, to share His glory, we must also share His suffering. Ako, suffering? Kala ko ba, Pastor, okay yung enjoyment? Bakit suffering na yung binabanggit mo? Ang pinasabi po rito, ano man ang kalagayan mo sa buhay, even when you are suffering. I'm not talking about suffering because of unrighteousness. Marami pong klase ng dahilan kung bakit ang isang tao nagsasuffer. Sa kasalanan. Kaya siya nagsasuffer. Siya nagsasuffer because of ignorance. Okay? Yung isa because of wrong decision, kaya siya nagsasuffer. Pero ang suffering na gusto at pinapayagan ng Panginoon sa buhay natin is suffering brought about by righteousness. Yung nagsuffer ka dahil sa pagsunod mo sa Panginoon. Yung persecute ka sa opisina dahil tama yung ginagawa mo. Pupasok ka ng maaga, hindi ka nandadaya sa time card. Nakagalit sa'yo yung iba dahil sila mandaraya, ikaw ay tapat nabubuko tuloy sila. Okay? Ang pinapayagan ng Panginoon na suffering ay yung ikaw ay nagdurusa dahil sa yung pagsunod kay Kristo at sa pagiging matuwid mo bilang isang tao at bilang isang anak ng Diyos. Amen. So, ang sabi nun sa atin, we must be willing to share in the suffering of Christ because si Christ nag-suffer not because He committed a sin but because of His obedience to the Father to provide salvation for us. Now, sabi pa rito, sa Colossians 3 verses 1 to 4, since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above. Lagi raw yung kaisipan natin ay naroon sa mga bagay sa pangitaas, ibig sabihin sa Diyos, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Yung ating puso, yung ating isip, laging dapat nakatuon kay Lord, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with God, with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with Him in glory. And lastly, let me tell this in 2 Corinthians 4, 17 to 18. Sa mga may momentary troubles, sa may mga natotrouble, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen. Mga problema ang nakikita mo, huwag mong ipokus dyan. But on what is unseen, sa mga kayang gawin ng Panginoon, hindi lang ngayon, kundi sa mga darating na panahon hanggang eternity. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Now, as a corporate body and individual believers, how do we respond to this? 
Sabi po ng Hebrews 12, 2-3, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Sabi natin, keeping our eyes on Jesus. Jesus is the author. He is the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Bakit kinakalangan tayo nakatingin lagi kay Jesus? Si Jesus nag-suffer, pero hindi siya umurong. So wag ka rin uurong, wag kang gigiba, kapatid. Amen? Ano mang problema ng buhay, wag kang gigiba. Si Jesus, kasi modelo natin eh. Kahit ang bigat na bigat na siya sa krus, hindi niya sinabi, ayoko na! Ayoko nang buhatin ito, napakahirap. Hindi, hindi siya tinapos ni Jesus. Kaya nung sinabi niya, it is finished, nagtagumpay siya, he became the champion of our faith. Kaya pag nilagay mo yung pananampalataya mo kay Jesus, ano man ang hirap ng buhay, mapagtatagumpayan mo, kapatid. In-injure niyang lahat doon sa krus. Disregarding its shame, now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Nang ibig sabihin, if we endure everything, we will sit together with Christ in heavenly places. And sabi ng verse 3, think of all the hostility he endured. Lahat ng pasakit na rinanas niya. From sinful people, then you you won't become weary and give up. Kapag kasi Jesus ang ating inspirasyon, maging sa panahon ng problema, pagdarahok, makaasa po kayong mayroon tayong kalakasang matatamo. Dahil si Jesus ay nagtagumpay, ikaw rin ay magtatagumpay. Dahil si Jesus ay naging mapagtagumpay, lahat tayo na nananampalataya kay Jesus ay tiyak na mapagtagumpay. Amen. So we say this. Come on, let's give him a hand. The gospel gives us the assurance of our glorious hope in Christ Jesus. Mga kapatid, natapos po ang three weeks. We told you about the gospel. Ito yung gospel na sinampalatayanan natin. Ito yung gospel na dapat nating kapitan. Ito yung gospel na hindi natin dapat kalimutan. We hope you were inspired and changed by that message. To find out how to live the gospel and apply it to your day-to-day life, we encourage you to join a victory group today. Simply fill up a form at the concierge or in our website at www.victoryalabang.org. Thank you and stay connected.